You're listening to Two Oceans Vibe Radio. This is Nadia Hearn with On the Flip Side. Our next guest is Sylvia Walker. She is no stranger to radio, a speaker, author, and financial planner. And today we talk about some of the more financial orientated, um, how can I say this, um, support funds and opportunities that are available for businesses to actually lean on during our current crisis with the coronavirus. Welcome, Sylvia. Thanks, Nadia. Thank you for having me on the show. Such a pleasure. Quite keen um, and excited to to have you. I've been meaning to actually engage with you for a while. Um, And I think we have been in talks. And um, yes, so we get to talk during this really difficult time um, for most, as some people had to perhaps, um, you know, temporarily shut down their business or completely reinvent um, their processes to um, try and survive um, during lockdown. So, Sylvia, could we maybe just kick off with a little bit of an introduction, as you are one of our new guests, as to who is Sylvia Walker? Tell us a little bit more about what you do. Um, Nadia, I, I focus mainly on financial, personal financial issues. So, um, financial planning, um, teaching people about money, teaching people how to invest, how to have better relationships with their money. So I do workshops. Um, I'm a keynote speaker. And then I also am a financial planner. So where people need advice with that or assistance with their financial investment planning, I do that as well. So I focus on all things money, really. And my aim in life is to is to demystify money because I think money is often very complex and people get very scared of it. Mm-hmm. So really what I try and do is to demystify money and to help people, as I say, have a better relationship with their money and make the right decisions at the end of the day. I think you're right. I think even maybe sometimes the thought of money or financial planning is daunting. Um, (laughs) Not even the action, but just the the energy or the thought around it. So um, I know that you have brought out um, several books and it is your life's work. So um, thanks you, thank you once again for, for being uh, Yeah, and I love to write. I mean, that's actually, that's my kind of side hustle in a way. Um, but yeah. every now and then I sort of hit a really nice project. You know, I'd, I would do a book for a corporate client, um, mm. which is a really nice, nice sort of work to get. So yeah, I love writing. And in fact, I'm on the brink of signing another contract um, for, a, for another book for quite a prominent financial institution in South Africa, which is, I'm quite excited about it. Yeah, so I love writing. We'll be able to talk about that soon once it's all signed and you allow to talk about it because it sounds extremely interesting. Um, And Sylvia, I think there's a lot in how we share our knowledge and how we support other people to become more, you know, skilled up. And I think there's just some relief in terms of knowing. And that kind of leads me into our talk today about what are some of the available aids um, and funds and options for small business owners um, from a financial support perspective or even maybe just from taking um, action in terms of what they can do during lockdown? So I think, Nadia, you know, just as a, as a blanket statement, obviously a huge number of businesses have been negatively impacted. Um, and some can obviously, you know, make the adjustment to work from home or work from home up to a point. Um, but there are many that have closed down. Um, I was just mentioning to you, for instance, my hairdresser has had to close up shop 
Um, mm. A lot of businesses like that. So mm. what do you actually do when you cannot operate? Mm. Um, you know, the government has, the very first thing the government did was actually to slash the interest rates by 1%, you know, by, by 100 basis points. That was a week ago, um, the Reserve Bank announced that. So that gave a little bit of relief immediately to everybody because suddenly all debt repayment is a bit cheaper. You know, if you have a home loan or bond that you're paying, whatever, that that is a little bit cheaper. Um, so that was just the, the sort of first step in the process. Yeah. Um, but obviously, focus specifically on, on business owners. Um, there's the debt relief fund, which they've set up, which the government has set up. And that's really to provide a loan to small business owners to be able to help tide them through this. Because obviously, your expenses don't go away. You know, you've still got rent to pay. You've still got suppliers to pay. You have maybe staff to consider. So a lot of people don't have that cash. You know, we always, when we talk about finance, finances and financial planning, whether it's business or personal, we talk about having an emergency fund. So in the, on the personal space, an emergency fund, and in a business, a business should have a contingency fund. Mm. should have something there as a backup in case something goes wrong. But of course, a lot of businesses operate on a knife's edge. So mm. there's that fund, as I say, that's been set up. Um, mm. It is available um, for, for businesses if they want to, if they need to actually have access to some money to help just pay those expenses until they can operate again and generate cash flow. Mm -hmm. How do they access um, that informational application? So basically, the, the criteria are quite, um, you have to, the criteria are quite strict. You have to, the business has to be 100% owned by South African citizens. They have to employ at least 70% of the employment force must be South Africans. And of course, the biggest thing is they have to be registered with SARS and they must be tax compliant. Um, and I think this is probably where some businesses will fall short because if you haven't got all your ducks in a row and you haven't got, mm. you know, you're not registered and paying all your tax and everything and being you know, up to date, then you obviously can't, you can't apply for it. Um, so basically there's a website that people can go to business owners and that's uh, www.smmesa.gov.za. And you go onto that website to then register and then they will take you through the process from there. Are there any other um, solutions that's came about or relief um, that's been made available by financial providers or government that our business owners yeah. should know about? Well, the, yeah, no, just some of the uh, banks have come out and said that they will look at or consider payment holidays. Um, uh, Ned, the three that I know of is Nedbank, Standard Bank and um, FNB were the three that came out yeah. with that because obviously both from a business and a personal perspective, I've actually received a couple of um, emails and, and WhatsApps just from people that have actually, that I don't even really know, but you know, do I have to pay my car? You know, do you know, what is the position? Can I get a payment holiday on my bond? You know, so um, some of the banks have come out saying that they will provide some relief, but it's really up to each and every person to speak to your bank, to find out, mm. you know, what they will do for you. And I think it's important to realize they're obviously not going to write off the debt. So any payment holiday you get, or be it from your landlord or from your car repayment or whatever, you're going to have to, you know, it will, the Make debt will be there. You're going to have to pay it back in the future. Um, the other thing that uh, government has done is in terms of UIF, because obviously it's a big issue if people have had to close their doors um, and they're just not paying their staff, you know, so there's no money coming in, so we're not paying you. So people are probably okay for now because they got paid at the end of, of March, mm. um, but coming up to April will be a problem. So mm. what um, government has done as part of UIF, the UIF fund, they've actually set up what they call a temporary relief benefit fund. And within that, um, business owners can apply to that 
um, and actually apply for benefits on behalf of their staff. So it's obviously not the full, they won't get full pay, but they will get a percentage. Um, it ranges between sort of 38 to 60% um, of the income they will be able to get from that fund. So um, maybe Nadia, I could just give the UIF hotline number. Yes, please. Um, because um, I think that's quite useful for people um, for that fund. So that's 12 337 1997. So I think that's that's another quite a useful. But obviously, there again, the business has to be you know registered with UIF. They mm -hmm. must have been paying the UIF contributions. They must be compliant in all ways before they can actually apply for that or tap into that fund. Is there any other um, yeah any other funds or anything that you'd like to also share, or um, is that kind of where we're at for today? Okay. I think that's where we're at at the moment. Um, mm -hmm. And I also think as the story unfolds, because, mm -hmm. you know, it's still very early days. We're like day, what, day three, day four into lockdown. Agreed. As it unfolds, I think more financial institutions may come to the fore and say, you know, this is what we're prepared to do or this is how we're prepared to assist. Um, that's yeah. kind of where it's at for now, mm -hmm. as far as I know. I think the nation has been quite proactive. So I think there'll be maybe um, businesses supporting businesses with some, you know, upskilling or services or things that will be made available, especially for this for the medium and small business owner to maybe benefit from um, that they wouldn't have normally have had access to. But so we'll continue sharing. There's quite a lot of that information that will come through on our show here on the flip side. So what is the one thing um, or rather the, the key takeout um, from our chat today, if, if there is something you'd really like business owners um, to take from what we've discussed? I think um, the other thing I didn't mention was that you, you might have some kind of insurance as well. I've actually picked something up on social media, Nadia, where uh, people were complaining they had insurance, like sort of disaster to cover them in terms of some disaster that impacts on their business. Yeah. And that was not being covered by their insurer. The insurer was saying that this sort of, you know, closure, lockdown was not covered, obviously in any policy contract. Um, yeah. But if you think of self-employed people, professional people, they might have... Um, they might have insurance that covers them in case they can't work, um, you know, like an income protection. Yeah. So see if, if you've got any kind of insurance cover that can possibly assist you. If you are retrenched due to the fact that, let's say you work for somebody and they close their doors and you're retrenched, you might have retrenchment cover if you were clever enough on a policy. Uh, but I think the key takeout for me is actually just to, just to, to find out what is available out there and use the resources that are available. That's mm -hmm. as simple as it is, you know, um, don't, don't leave any stone unturned and keep your ear to the ground because mm. things are evolving all the time and there is support out there for small mm. business owners and for individuals. Absolutely. I think it, we touched on it earlier as well where, you know, we are in lockdown, not shutdown. And I think by any means, if we could, even if it is um, in, in small measures, just keep some momentum going in terms of what it is that we can actually be accountable for and some of the actions we can take. Um, and just ensure that we are also being um, responsible in, as business owners, um, as we do make an impact on the economy and often we do offer other people employment. Um, and just to see and not resign um, from yes. what it is that we, we can do because there's always something that can be done, I think, in any, any hard times. Um, Sylvia, I would like to thank you for your time. 
and hopefully we'll have you back on the flip side soon and we'll see how things unfold over the next Fantastic. thank you nadia thanks for having me on the show would you like to share your contact information maybe your social media pages um yes i oh my website is um it's an easy one it's sylvia walker all one word sylviawalker.co.za um, and then I'm on Instagram, Sylvia.bwalker, I think is my, my name. Oh, gosh, I haven't got that right. Um, and then I'm also on Facebook. So Sylvia Walker, Speaker, Author, Financial Planner. Fantastic. Um, so, um, yeah, so I'm, I'm sort of, yeah, and on LinkedIn as well. If you just search my name and people should find me, Sylvia Walker Finances. There are a couple of other Sylvia Walkers in the world. Um, <laughs> but you put the finances next to it, you should come to me. Perfect. And I'm sure that on your website, there's also um, links to your... All my, contact, yeah. all my contact details are on there, even my phone number, all my contact details is, is, uh, is on my website. So that's probably the easiest just to go to yeah, sylviawalker.co.za. Great. Thank you so much once again for your knowledge and insights and sharing that with our listeners. Have a fantastic week, Sylvia. Thanks, Nadia. Same to you. Cheers.